At some point between the end of the last episode of Breaking Bad and the beginning of this movie, which is approximately zero seconds, Jesse Pinkman appeared to eat about 60 or 70 pizzas, which is quite jarring. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the the fact that it misses out such a crucial moment as him eating 60 to 70 pizzas before getting back in the car and evading the police is, yep. is, 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 is insulting, frankly. I wanted a over-the-counter camera shot of him <laughs> devouring those pizzas before he gets back into the car. Well, obviously the pizza, yeah, it's just between the uh, the driveway, the neo-Nazi compound and the driveway. <laughs> he downs a, you know, downs a big thing of coffee as well. And he's got a bit of gassy gut, so he's feeling a little <laughs> And then he gets back in the car. Yeah, yeah, though, that, that's re- that was really weird. <laughs> it's sort of low-hanging fruit and grab it we will but with prequels or sequels that come a long time after something and you know there's no time skip it's always kind of funny looking at how the actors are different with say like the hobbit and stuff it's like wow you know legolas looks a lot older than he did in fellowship of the ring but this one was kind of specific to me in that it was just funny that everyone had put on like a considerable amount of weight like todd you mentioned todd before i mean everyone was really fat surely he was was soft before as well and so he's only gotten softer our todd riddle me this mate like this is this is breaking this is a breaking bad movie made for netflix they were reprising their roles from six years ago it wasn't that long surely there was some kind of contractual obligation to lose some fucking weight um i i i reckon what happened is because this was shot like really stealthily and because it was shot in such Mm. a quick period of time i don't think anyone had the time to lose weight oh jesus i think they i think because from what i can tell having looked into like the production of this i think it was quite thrown together not in like a bad way but i think they were like people have got time let's do this like there's only going to be so long before they find out and so i i think maybe they rushed people in if six years ago you started breaking bad you've probably been living pretty well since then oh of course yeah yeah. and so i I think yeah i think poor todd and and aaron paul were really suffering so i guess yeah to begin with would you recommend this film if you have a netflix account absolutely netflix account (laughs) right right off right off the bat that's it's a it's a it's a cool two hours mate it's a decent two hours we've all seen i mean you know if you are a human being and you're alive and you have access to the internet you know you've seen breaking bad or you've even seen enough of breaking bad it's a shame because I i think breaking bad was an amazing thing for so many people let's i mean cranston isn't a major part of this movie but he hasn't really had a role like that since then but also maybe it's not so bad because it was an excellent you know it was a high watermark of a role but vince gilligan is such a good and tense writer that while you know better call saul is very really really much more interesting than it has any right to be i've really been upset that he hasn't been able to come into his own in kind of just the general tv and film business so yeah, this is this is his first film, yeah. which I was really surprised at. I, I was like, surely after Breaking Bad, someone because you know people will throw fucking films at anyone. Why the fuck is this? I mean, unless he's very selective. No, it's. I mean, it, it 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 really is a shame. He's 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 got like a weird particular talent that I can't even put my my finger on. But at the very least, the positive part is getting all of those Gilligan chills and thrills. I I feel so lame saying this, but you know, it was it was so good. It was it was classic Gilligan in the same way that Breaking Bad was, and it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. I would, I would heartily recommend this. It is strange in the way that I think only this new, with a N-U exclamation mark, new wave of streaming <laughs> money 
money can can provide like yeah, there's yeah. no there's no way a traditional traditional like outlet would have picked this up it, it definitely does straddle the straits between tv and film good and uh, yeah it made me very nostalgic as i was watching it i just i was t- transported to six years and then longer ago really before we get into the full-on review of the film let's talk about what our reactions to the breaking bad finale were so i know that you have a different opinion to this on me because it kind of set, it sets up how we would feel about this movie but how yeah, do well, you, you how do you feel you, about it you think it would that's the thing so yeah I, I mean i want to like state that i think in the time we've known each other we've never discussed breaking bad in any detail not, not because once there's, because there's no reason to because it ended six years ago and i think mm. that's probably my my first connection to the finale in this is that it's just it's been so long cut back to 2013 was it i was obviously it wasn't like game of friends level disaster it wasn't even really a disaster it was a good ending i just i guess i was left like these were some really good characters i guess i was sad to leave them i mm. wasn't entirely happy with how they treated jesse in the entire of season five okay um and i, I guess i thought maybe having him drive off into the sunset or not into the sunset into the fucking darkness screaming like a maniac yeah yeah wasn't as good a send-off as he deserved especially given how little he'd done previously that's interesting but, but equally and I, I guess what i felt like is he was his arc and everything had been sort of sacrificed at the altar of walter white and again that is uh that is entirely understandable because i was just like ever so slightly discontent i was just like oh i'd watch I, i'd watch more which is fair which is you know that's the key Good. thing you know you told you told me that you thought that you could do with a bit more which mm-hmm. was a contrast with with my experience because while there are legitimate criticisms of the last few episodes of breaking bad i mean specifically you know the final standoff with the neo-nazis like all, all of this stuff I can, I can accept but because breaking bad was so good what i took away from the finale was that the contents might not have been perfect but the shape of it was right in that walt lost he went through all of that and lost his family ended up hating him instead of respecting him or wishing that he hadn't gone down the path that he had he, he got hank killed like he just he lost I, d- I know that the details may not have been perfect but the, the breaking bad needed to end with walt losing oh and... see I, I i think we've taken away two very different things i think because walt gets the money to his family right yes and and walt saves jesse and like wraps up most of his grudges okay i so yeah I'm, that's really interesting because i i agree that he didn't get everything he wanted but i thought considering how like miserable his life is he ends on a real high and that's why i said sacrificed because i feel like jesse's mm. liberation is sort of like walt's redemption no okay we can go into this more so, yeah, so for, for me walter walter was an egotist in the same way that we all are I mean, he was a maniac, but when <laughs> when he said that it was my money and it comes from me, that was a major plot point in Breaking Bad. In the end, he couldn't get his money to his family coming from him. It had to come from Grey Matter. It had to come from, you know, his ex-business partner and his ex-girlfriend okay, uh, yep. through, through proxy. So he didn't get that from it. He got some money to them, but they also had to live endlessly under the thumb of the authorities for being found out as, you know, being the family to... and in some cases like with Skylar the knowing family to a drug lord it just all parts of it started to fall apart and he detrimented the life of his family I think that's fair yeah and so that and as well when you say that um his redemption was part of the liberation of jesse jesse's imprisonment and enslavement was because of walt he, he hasn't written yeah he hasn't righted anything at all jesse was just a victim of walt's manipulation and his lies and his greed and he was just a casualty he was a casualty of walt's failed project i loved the ending of breaking bad specifically the 
last shot of Jesse when he's driving and laughing and screaming because the the meaning I've just discussed seemed manifest. And <laughs> also, and now this really is subjective, but I felt like I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that this was, however bad it had been before and however much damage he would carry through with him to the future, that was it. He was driving away into the night, but he really was driving away into the night. I didn't consider there to be any kind of possibility that Jesse was going to get picked up down the road or, uh, you know, run into any more complications. So it felt to me like an ending that didn't need anything more. I actually felt like it rounded it off pretty well. I think we've got to the core of why our opinions diverge, though, is because you, yeah, because you interpreted it as the sort of like the just desserts. And I, I think, I, yeah, mine was the opposite almost. So El, El Camino, it picks up immediately, put on some weight. Which is fine. We all do. Over six years or <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> um, plot engages. Like you said, it's a it's a problem plot, isn't it? It's fun. It's there's there's a bunch of different tasks he needs to accomplish, and uh, they, they it's always evolving. And it's evolving in that sort of like Vince Gilligan way, where it feels very naturalistic most of the time. Not always, especially in this, but most of the time, Aaron Paul gets to flex those acting chops again. I just you know what I really liked. I mean, I mean the movie. Uh, this isn't a spoiler. But the movie opens, maybe not exactly opens, forgive me, but it basically opens on a flashback to a scene we never saw. Mike Mike and him, yeah? Mike and him, exactly. Mike, still the OG, best TV character I ever saw. I love Mike. Other than that scene, which is Mike and Jesse having a conversation about where Jesse would go to if, uh, if he ever decided to get out. Other than that, for the first, I think it's like 11 minutes of the film, Jesse doesn't say anything. And that's really, really important because it's just Jesse is running from something. You get these frequent and I must say really, really well kind of intercut flashbacks about the abuse that Jesse has suffered as you know, the meth slave, as we mm-hmm. put it. And he doesn't say anything, because he obviously is traumatised, and he doesn't have anything to say yet. And for and for the rest of the movie, I mean, it's not that he doesn't ever have any more lines, but there's quite a lot of Jesse alone in situations not saying anything. And what lends itself well to the kind of drama of those scenes is that well, not only does Vince Gilligan really set up a really good conundrum for a character to be in, but we got, you know, we came here preloaded with, you know, six or seven years worth of Jesse Pinkman character already. So we're really in his head. He doesn't need to be speaking. And that is something that I think really strengthens the film, but also also feels like a cheat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean it's, it, it's yeah, like yeah, you, I can you see can't, it. Yeah, carry on. You Tell me what you think. Yeah, no, I, I, I did get that sense because because we you love have, Jesse. You have such a great combination. Yeah, you've got such a, a lovable character, such a, a beaten puppy of a, of a character at this point. But then I, so yeah, I, I agree it's cheating. But I think if it if it had been a less good actor, or and again, like it's not a given that he just because he was able to play jesse as was i don't think it was you know given that he could play as is and i think he does it really well yeah i think as well i will say and this is probably a minor spoiler if that's all right get into spoilers of course don't don't you know yeah don't don't watch if you've not watched it go watch it when there's the the, the flashbacks of him as a younger person he's playing like radically different characters and he's doing them all incredibly well and i think that was where i felt most pronouncedly that he was a good actor and he was mm. doing this really well because he was so different he's so quiet and you know the obvious one is that there are no bitches he doesn't say bitch once i think the fact he like he's so bereft of those those phrases that we love and those character parts of him that we love but he still feels like him he made it work in in a way that easily could not have he checked himself correctly and did things that just felt intelligent i mean we'll, we'll get into a few other things about the movie that seemed a bit bizarre i can really think of two that just really took me out of it but that the the parts of the film that i thought were silly I only thought were so silly because 
the rest of it was just so close to the ground i'm a wanted man in a hard situation how do i solve it and i think that's a great feeling to put across to an audience and i, I will fess up like i haven't watched Bro uh, breaking bad since 2013 mm -hmm. and and at several points during this i did have my phone out and i was on the breaking bad wikipedia page trying to desperately work out who old joe was before it clicked <laughs> uh it was when he mentioned magnets i was like oh fucking of course um indeed magnets, um, bitch. but yeah so Season i think um, episode one nice <laughs> jesus christ that's good two two different types of breaking bad <laughs> yeah i think it does really well i think it two hours i think i think it doesn't feel two hours which is great no, a, not a, and I, I again it, it keeps you constantly engaged because there is such a simple problem like this man needs to get out of albuquerque it can be that simple sometimes i'm gonna say one final positive about the film before we get into the negatives i'll just say that th th this movie got across it it, it, essentially it told me something about jesse which to be fair to vince i didn't know from the ending of the tv show and it, it taught me something about his character which was that at this point he had grace in that the movie kind of fooled me at some points into thinking that jesse either wanted revenge or wasn't enacting revenge because he didn't have the tools to hand but at the end it really became clear that all jesse wanted to do now he had seen so much, he just wanted to leave. And mm -hmm. this were, this was undercut by, you know, they did a bit of a tease with the Welders characters. And, you know, he realises who they are and you know why he has a right to hate them. And then he goes back to them later on. But all he asked them for, and I thought this was an excellent character beat and this was not something Walt would have ever done, is that he asked them exact for exactly how much money yeah. he really needs to get away and that's all he wants but it does lead us into the criticisms of the movie quite nicely as well i yeah. think uh, so yeah take it take it away because i think we've got the, I, we haven't talked about this but i think we've got the same criticism <laughs> no we do so 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 in the in this scene this excellent scene which you know i really toggled between thinking wow i'm really learning something nuanced about jesse if i may like those two characters like neil and casey i really great like they are they were great weren't they the epitome of because uh in that in the first scene they're introduced they're introduced where they're pretending to be police officers excellent uh, scene man yeah and that's what i mean and like they they flit so perfectly like especially casey the thing about that guy's face and that, that guy's performance between like sort of like low-key rooting for to just utterly despicable yeah and yeah. like i think um yeah because he's immediately you're, you're introduced to him and he's on the back foot immediately because um jesse has taken him hostage hmm and then yeah like they they, they they flit around and they've got lovely little lines and lovely little directions and you can get the history between all of them there's like a, a band of five i think in total really good characters who then do something really dumb go on <laughs> but there you there you go that was that was a great setup it's just that in the scene where jesse demands a very very slight amount of money off them uh which they can afford to give that was already a great scene because i'd learned something about jesse the drama was already there one of them was well he was telling the other one to shut up it could it could have gone so many ways but instead and i guess the best contributing factor i could give to the writers and subsequently the characters in the scene was that they'd been doing coke but instead he insisted that him and jesse have a wild west standoff and draw competition which was just fucking ridiculous like it was it, you know it ended with a it ended with a classic oh it, oh we had another gun in his pocket which i'm not saying that wasn't cool but it just Everyone in this movie where people were acting like human beings and even these minor characters had become very well drawn, it just turned into, it descended into lunacy yep. for a short period he of time. Be he became Yosemite Sam in the last <laughs> moment. <laughs> he was 
it's immediately followed by a really endearing moment. Yes. Which is you're on fire, man. That which was I fucking really brilliant. which I really rate. And I rate because again, like when he was firing the gun through fabric, I was like, Oh yeah, that wouldn't go well. And then lo and behold, <laughs> they showed it. That was great. So they're clearly we're engaged for that scene. And I, I again I think maybe like Joker, just with like a slight you know, slight bit more as to their mental state, like the fact maybe like establish that he's a bit gun gung ho, or maybe establish mm. that he's you know, off his fucking tits on cocaine. Yeah. Maybe make him wear a cowboy hat. Just like any like anything to symbolize that this is a action coherent with Neil Candy's character. He challenged him to a duel for one hundred one thousand eight hundred dollars, and he has. We know he has over two hundred fifty thousand at this point dollars. Mm-hmm. I want to ask that. There's two other things in this that I think were well, well. One is one is one was another silly point, and the other one was just kind of a bit redundant. What 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 else in El Camino did you think was a bit lacking? There are a couple of moments that I guess I'd call too convenient that really got me. So there was the tracker being turned on on the El Camino as soon as old Joe okay. arrived, which again, it works. And they even reference it like in terms of timing, and that's fine, I guess. And then there's um, him banging his head on the fridge and discovering the money that way. I'm not a fan of when people discover something in their moment of despair. Again, it's like nitpicks. These aren't like big ones. So, so I, I agree with the headbang on the fridge just because... It's I lazy. You, you, yes, you could have shown Jesse work that one out better. And it can be... It always, Well, I mean, by definition... It is always in the last place you'll look for it. So I yep. accept that, but and, and it does always come after a moment of defeat. Even but if you'd it, be even... like, so you just have him like repeat somewhere she'd never find, because like the mm. whole thing was it was on a book that someone might open. So it's going to be some in something or some you know something that no one needs to open. Mm. I think that, I think he could have. He could have done that better, yeah. My, my other main, this is a bit ridiculous scene, was with Ed. Now, Ed was played by... And yeah, in Robert, Breaking Robert Bad, Forster, sorry. So, Robert Forster, in Breaking Bad, he played an extremely particular character, a no-second-chances character, which really worked in the service of the drama. But his scene in this movie, which I was largely a fan of, the quibble over $1,800 yeah. nece- is necessary for the plot, but... If he was willing to forgive him the, you know, 125 or whatever he already owed him, I don't understand his character motive. So if he was just going to be like, I can't do business with you whatsoever, you're too hot, you're too dangerous, that's fine. But he was like, I am willing to do business with you, and even though I've brought up the fact you owe me, I'm going to waive that, but I'm not going to concede $1,800. Even though you would consider Jesse's willingness to pay him for the previous time as well as this next time as being far more commitment than, you know, $1,800. And it was it was a shame because I, I liked the scene and I liked where it took the plot and I liked what it taught me about Jesse. But I just thought it was a very strange piece of the puzzle. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, no, I agree. I, it took me quite a lot of time to reconcile that. And I think I did in the end, but I, I'm... I'm here, so hear me out on this. I don't entirely approve. I agree it's not... It's a point where you have to think hard to get it to the point of a rational human being, and that's not good. But, like you said, he was very no-nonsense. He was very no-second chances. But I think mm. he was also very strict in terms of, like, his code of honour. and Well, not honour. Code of, code of business. Code of conduct. So I think in his mind, he was like, if... Because he only gives him the money back on the proviso that he's not using his service. So he's like, either you pay for both services or you get all your money back. Oh, okay. But he's like, if you're going to use my service, then I need all of this and I need all of the actual amount. Ah, uh, okay. So, 
And so yeah. while it's it's not great, I I agree. I think it it could have again could have been done in a way that doesn't need it to be so explained by a man's so rigid. And I agree, like so inflexible as to be nearly insane. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, when you're talking in the in that that amount of money, and I get that's part of the idea is that like he has so much money and he just needs one thousand eight hundred. And mm-hmm. I guess if any character was going to deliver that with a straight face, like Robert Foster as Edgar Braith was probably going to be the one to do it. Yeah, again, like like any any bad thing, it sort of like rubs slightly the wrong way. I still really like the scene. I really like the wrong footing that happened to Jesse. And I still really liked Ed Galbraith because he is a really good character. But there's yeah. only... Yeah. He died as well. Did you see Robert Foster died yesterday? It's very sad. Rest in peace. Rest in fucking peace, man. Yeah. I did not know that. He was a, he was a great actor. It really was. Not... I made me want to watch Jackie Brown again. I was very very happy. I very happy yeah. whenever I watch him. This film got like thirty minutes to the end, I think, maybe a bit less than that. And Walter White hadn't appeared, and I was like, oh, Walter White hadn't appeared. I was really happy with that actually. I was like, oh, that's... Yeah. and then there's that there's that flashback, and he like. He walks out of the hotel room, and I was almost like, oh, fucking Christ. Mm. Um, But in the end, it turned out to be a fine scene. Again, much like some of this film, it didn't really need to happen. But, I mean, it did feel really nice to watch them talk. It felt very unreal. I think at this point, I think you'll agree, they are like two iconic characters on television. Yeah, they've been been parodied. They've been, you know, they've, they've been imitated. They've been, you know, splashed everywhere. Never surpassed. No, indeed, and I think then the, and their chemistry is unique, and it was really mm. it was I you know I should probably be be honoured to have ha, chemistry. They should be honoured to uh, I should be honoured to have that one more time. But I do question it. It felt like a way. It felt like again like like feeling cheap. It felt like such an easy home run or an easy like net. It's like mm. you know what a great way to dunk this the the penultimate ending to this film is just you know put them on screen see what they say so same re- same reaction i mean you know they walked out of their respective hotel rooms and i was like fuck me all right pre yeah, sequelitis rather there you go it's walter white in a flashback here we fucking go but it was a, it was a good flashback it was a it summed up the positive of which there were a dwindling amount but the positive aspect of their kind of friendship yep. and working relationship well and you're, you're right i was basically like the obvious thing to do in this movie is to have some bullshit wanky walter white flashback but they had one and it wasn't that indulgent and it was actually fairly decent so congrats it was, it was nice and i think as well it showed in the same way that the that flashback and others showed aaron paul's descent and his like hardship i think it really because this entire film is the fallout in the same way that like season five is the fallout of walter white's decisions hmm. this film is the fallout of like you know the again like the yeah the the nexus that was him and i i guess showing like the man who was behind all that at a point when he wasn't yes. and showing him being genuinely quite caring and still quite like disarmingly naive like that bit where he's just like i'm just making conversation it's like yeah he is because <laughs> he doesn't know what to do he's still awkward. he's still naive and i like i did really like presence yeah i did really like that bit where he like looks at the van and he's like you know you're lucky to have started this so young i think that's really funny given that what's gonna happen <laughs> that what um, that was a good moment because that was that was a good and maybe maybe in the wrong place because it was in a movie about jesse but it was a great walt moment in that yeah. walt was just like god i wish that i'd have been bawling as a kid rather yeah. than a 50 year old man almost yeah. yeah he's just like he's just like man this is a you know he's like this is what life could have been um but yeah sorry yeah the ending yeah the ending is real really not great <laughs> it's not yeah I, wow god it's, it's so many feelings because it wasn't that it wasn't well no what the fuck am i saying i was about to say it wasn't that it wasn't great but it's it's just that it ends with jesse getting away and even though me and you 
had and he gets away with his new identity and even though me and you had different reactions to the end of Breaking Bad that was already what I assumed had happened you know I, like I knew that he would get away even though I know that he didn't have any cash or anything I knew that he would get some I knew that something would happen and at the end yeah. of this movie it's just like yeah that did happen and then he did get away and it was surprisingly unsatisfying following the movie but as a credit to the movie because the movie had been quite good and quite dramatic and yeah it was a good any- journey i think that's yeah. the thing and i guess that was what we have to take the solace in is like we he ended up in basically the same place but mm. he was a lot more developed and the place was a little more developed you get some other wrap-ups but yeah no it, it just felt very it felt very small like it didn't feel like we'd done much and yet we had done quite a lot. Like, for all the problems solved, it's like, yeah, mm. he's exactly where he had been in my mind for the last six years. Yeah. And that, that's not great. It bottlenecked. Um, it, yeah. The, mo- the movie bottlenecked. It was very bizarre. And this, this, you know, this leads me comfortably on to, broadly, the topic I'd like to conclude on. But, you know, we can jump into other things. But, Aaron, okay. the end of this movie... <laughs> Yep. Is that the problem is I really, really liked the movie while I was watching it by and large and you know, props to Vince and I'm glad to see him back, even if it is in a bit of a fan service scenario. But it's like the greatest hits, isn't it? It's like, hey, yeah. do you remember this? Yeah. Do, do you remember Pink Floyd? Yes, I fucking do. The the problem is is it ended in this place where I'd already felt that the show had already ended, and even though I liked it, the question becomes was El Camino necessary? Not was it good because it was good but my answer is I don't really think that it was necessary which is a sad way for me to comment on a movie that I enjoyed so much I just it, it wasn't necessary for me it doesn't expand it expands parts of breaking bad that didn't really need expanding like mm. when was the last time we saw skinny pete season 3 or 4 right is where he like falls off I think it was at the beginning of 5 as well 5 because, okay yeah so uh, Walt goes back to uh, skinny pete and badger for, oh, okay but yeah either, either when, way so like yeah, that's what I mean like so like characters that I haven't seen like you know I I appreciate seeing them, like you said. Hmm. It's, it's always fun. I did thought it was really weird that I think, sorry, I did think it was really weird that the, the trailer scene, police uh, custody, wasn't in there. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's supposed to be mm. like a piece of extra. Uh, yeah, like a yeah. I guess that's supposed to be just a part of the film that's not actually well, in the was, film. DLC. Well, it was a fucking good scene. So. Yeah, it was a great scene. Like, yeah, I mean, that's weird. what I mean. Like, and I agree with you. And I guess this is. I guess this is what we were. So I guess my 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 sign off for this is like in the in this age of like digital content, like with like I guess with games and DLC, or like I guess the pressing one we've recently with Kanye West and um and Yeezus, so uh mm. yeah, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, it keeps changing. Um, Jesus like, is love or some shit. Yeah, because it used to be Yeezus, and now it's like yeah. But either way, so like that's what I mean. Like people are constantly updating these things, and I think I said to you earlier, like this would this the the end uh, putting a a a second a second passing sequel to the Breaking Bad finale is like updating something like The Sopranos or something, and it's like this is something that was iconic and is still iconic. Like I think that that, that finale will will, you know, for as long as the pop culture pop culture cycle continues, to be iconic. But you can update everything now, and there's no real upper limit on it. And so I guess this felt like that. It's like and again with like the teaser, it's like I've got no reason to believe that this won't happen again. The fact mm. that it was called a Breaking Bad movie again as I said that doesn't fill me with confidence a Star Wars story and it just sort of cheapens it I guess because yeah Breaking Bad was again it wasn't like one of these big American shows like there wasn't 26 episodes a season there was you know barely well yeah there's sort of 62 episodes overall so hmm. yeah something about it something about its existence makes me uneasy I'm happy it happened I'm unhappy it didn't go anywhere and I I don't know what this means. I can only, I, I can sum up this experience in one way. I've, I've tried to think of a concise sentence and I haven't come up with one. So this is lame. 
and I hope you can forgive me for it, but the best thing I can say about El Camino, A Breaking Bad Story, is that it's like I walked into the pop culture restaurant, as, you know, I often do, and I never, ever, ever, ever would have asked for three or four more episodes of Breaking Bad, please. Never would have asked for it. Didn't need it and didn't want it. It's not like more Star Wars movies or something where there's kind of a need there or a desire there. I wouldn't have asked for this, but it got put in front of me and I did consume it and I did really like it, but I didn't want it and I still don't want it again. <laughs> when yeah. if you if you watch, here's a good question. So uh, we have this with Battlestar. There are movies with Battlestar that you can or cannot watch. Hmm. Uh, if you were to watch Breaking Bad again, would you put El Camino on the end of that? Shit. It, it it's as yes as it is no just because I wouldn't I wouldn't not put it on because it doesn't detract that, that that's the best thing I could say about it I, I, I wouldn't uh, refuse to include it in the canon because it doesn't detract it it ends where I already thought it ends and it gave me a little bit more about Jesse but I think that Jesse was already a fantastically developed character and even though in this movie he's also a, a well-developed continuing character on his arc but yeah. yeah I wouldn't take it away and I wouldn't put it in it's very it, weird no, yeah, that's yeah. I, I, my my opinion as well, because especially considering I really wanted Jesse to get more time in the sun after the end of the finale, like I got mm. my wish, and again, I'm not. I, I don't even think it wasn't done right. Like I think it's as good a product as it could have been. I guess I was probably just wrong at, at age, what, twenty one, which is fair. <laughs> I think we've covered that nicely. <laughs> what an interesting film to come out, and uh, again, like so unexpected, like you know, films released, shot, and marketed all within the last six months, I believe. Well, we've been checked for traps. We would recommend El Camino. Mm-hmm also think about it afterwards and see if you can find something original <laughs> yeah anything yeah i mean I, yeah definitely if there's if there's something this really adds and again i think it just you know it ties off some really minor characters like even in, in the background but it's the it's the era of unnecessary sequels and prequels so <laughs> why not why not why not our what, what do they call them prestige why not our prestige tv shows which is a, ty- a, a, a term i hate by the way <laughs> yeah i mean if, if there's one thing that genuinely is a shame because everything else was basically positive or null and void i wish that vince gilligan could get something else off the ground that wasn't this or better call Saul. that is a, yeah i think that's what this was meant to be wasn't it it was like vince gilligan and aaron paul going look you clearly didn't get the message after Breaking Bad. We're actually really good at this. We're bitching. Yeah. Please and, hire and we can us. do movies. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Fantastic. Well, we've been Check for Traps. Thank you very much for listening. Like and subscribe, and we'll be back soon.